Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. I am your host, AJ, and I am joined by absolutely nobody. I am going solo today. Um, Maybe Wesley will join us later because I have some very exciting news that involves Wesley. He's now my fiance. He upgraded. We are now engaged. I'm so excited. So for those of you who don't follow me over at magically.aj on all of my socials, um, you might have not seen that we just had a crazy vacation. We went to Paris for a week and New York City for a week, um, including Disneyland Paris. So this is kind of a joint episode where I'm going to talk about our engagement because I know I kind of dropped that bombshell on y'all in our last bombshell episode. And Everyone was messaging me being like, wait a minute, wait, you're just going to like say you're engaged and then not actually like follow up with anything. And I am so sorry for leaving y'all hanging like that, but I am here to tell y'all the story. We're here to talk about Disneyland Paris. It's going to be a good, great, fabulous, magical time. And I missed you guys so much. So let's go ahead and get into it. Did I know he was proposing? Yes. Like, please, we're going to Paris and New York City. How could he not? So for those of you who don't know, Wesley, we have been dating for three years at this point, a little over three years. We actually met about five years ago. He was the student manager for the UCF softball team when I played there. He was only the manager for a semester when I played there. Was it one semester or two? Both seasons? No, I think it was only one semester. I'm trying to remember. Um, And to be frankly honest, I (laughs) was one of the very few people that was very kind to our managers and treated them like actual human beings, so much so that I actually got in trouble for being nice to them one time, as crazy as that is. Um, And so we were both dating other people at the time. There was nothing romantic, nothing flirty, nothing at all between us then. But it wasn't until a couple years later, I don't even know what I... (laughs) Okay, this is actually a funny story I'm going to tell y'all. I broke up with my then-boyfriend. Literally, I was in, like, concierge corps at Disney University and went on my lunch break to his house, took all my things out of his house, left my room key, and, like, bolted. So that's how that breakup went. And I remember going to Magic Kingdom with my mom later that day because she happened to be in town. And I posted something on my close friend story with a celebrating button going, I'm celebrating being single. And I don't even know why Wesley was on my close friend story. And he ended up sliding up and being like, oh my gosh, no way. I can't believe you guys broke up. I'm so sorry. Which was right when COVID hit. So then this ended up leading to literally me being across the country. And we would be on the phone for like four, five, six, seven, eight hours a day because we just ended up being obsessed with each other so quick off the bat because we just realized we were so compatible. Um, my poor parents were like, you're all the way here in Washington and you're still on the phone with this guy from Florida at all hours of the day, please. Now in hindsight, us being engaged, they're probably like, okay, I guess it was meant to be. But <laughs> um, So we ended up not really starting to date date until a little while later but we were so infatuated so fast once we kind of realized that there was more than friendship possibly there um and we've just been each other's best friends ever since so that's that's my boy that's Wesley um but that's how we met so at this point in time we've been dating for about three years now and so I knew he was going to propose I just didn't know when I didn't know where the only things I knew is he wouldn't do it in Florida and he wasn't going to do it at Disney he does work for Disney but he's not like a Disney freak like me let's be honest um so I knew he wasn't gonna do it then so we went to Disneyland Paris for the first three days of our trip and I knew he wasn't gonna do it there just like I said however the next day so our fourth day in Paris we went to the Louvre and I swear you guys this was the one outfit I did not want to be proposed to (laughs) if you haven't seen the photos I'm wearing like this leopard print maxi skirt with this matching like really chunky sweater top because it was a 
about a million degrees below zero. I'm wearing black gloves and black earmuffs and the whole thing because it was literally so cold. And it was also pouring rain this day, like legitimately pouring rain. And we were stupid tourists. We didn't have an umbrella. We didn't have rain gear. We didn't even have euros to like purchase an umbrella from one of like the peddlers or like street salesmen because we were just at Disneyland Paris. We didn't have a need for euros. We were using our tap and go cards everywhere. And so we go to the Louvre. We were going to go to the secret entrance and they were like, nope, your ticket, you dumb tourist, literally says pyramid on it. You have to go to the pyramid. So for those of you who don't know, the pyramid um, right in the center of the Louvre, absolutely gorgeous, but the lines there are like an hour to get in. So we're just standing in the absolute pouring rain and these poor peddlers are coming up to us like, yes, I'm going to make a quick buck off these guys. I wish I could have given you a quick buck. I wish I could have, but I didn't have a buck and there were no ATMs. And I could tell that Wesley was getting like anxious and antsy, but I thought it was because it was pouring rain and we hadn't eaten yet. It was like 10 a.m. And he was just like kind of out of it. And so I thought he was getting a little antsy because of that. So I am very much a peacekeeper in that regard. Like we are kind of yin and yang. Like when I'm getting antsy, he keeps the peace and then vice versa. Um, There's a very rare time where both of us are like anxious or on our last nerve or anything like that so I was trying to keep it light like well do you want to hang out here like we're we're gonna go inside and let's go to the Starbucks and get food and dry off or like oh we're gonna have so much fun I can't wait to look at this art piece blah 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 and at one point he snaps at one of the peddlers which is very much not like Wesley and I was like oh okay he's like really on edge something's off and he kind of goes okay like let's let's get out of this line let's go get dry I need to cool off I was like okay so we went to that like dry spot that's um like they had a bunch of covered areas and we're drying off and I noticed he's using the app called WhatsApp, which is basically like a international text messaging service for lack of a better term. And we don't use that in our everyday lives. Like I know some people do. I've never seen him use it. We have phone data. We've been using our phones the whole time. So I thought that was weird. I was just like, okay, so first red flag, not red flag, but like alert, alert. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so we were under the cover getting dry for like maybe 15, 20 minutes. And all of a sudden he's like, let's go to the gardens. And I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, are you stupid? Why are we going to go to the gardens? It's literally pouring rain. We came here literally just to get dry. But again, I'm keeping the peace. So I'm like, okay, he had mentioned he wanted to go before. Just didn't think he wanted to do it while it was pouring rain. So we start walking over towards the gardens and the Louvre is kind of like in a rectangular shape but without one of the end pieces um so almost like a u and we were walking up one of the sides of the u to go towards the gardens and i remember making some silly silly joke about how we're going to tell our kids about this day and about how we were stupid tourists and like when they start traveling the world we'll tell them what not to do because we're dumb and he was like kind of laughing but not as much as he normally does so again i was like this is weird and then i noticed we're not like really going towards the gardens we're going to like the side spot but like whatever I'm following I just want him to be happy you know what I mean and I kind of thought to myself I was like this might be the time he might be proposing but I didn't even like try to fix my wet hair I didn't take off my gloves I didn't take off my earmuffs I just started blacking out I was like this isn't happening this isn't happening (laughs) and he like looks at me at one point and he's like do I need to take off my beanie we take off his beanie I swear I edited the photos before I posted them on Instagram but this man had literal like lines going down his head from his beanie so again this is just telling you how perfectly imperfect this proposal is which really like suits us and fits us um (laughs) so he takes off his beanie we fix his hair we keep chatting we're talking there's a cute dog we talk about the dog and at one point he turns around and at we're like at the very end of one of the like sections of the Louvre where the rectangle is. And it's like down this gorgeous um, like tree lined path. There's this beautiful statue behind us. And he just turns and looks at me and stops walking. And he goes, 
I'm so sorry. And I'm like, what? He's like, AJ, I'm so sorry, babe. I'm I'm so sorry. And he like looks like he's about to cry. And then he starts reaching for his crossbody. And I realize he's about to pull out a ring. And then I just start laughing. I'm like, don't be sorry. Because I realize he is so mad that it's not like the perfect, sunshiny, beautiful day that he was hoping for. And so then he gets down on a knee. And he says, you're my best friend. And then I just absolutely black out. I have no idea what he said. He does not remember either. We just blacked out. All I remember is us crying. And then I kind of see something happening to the left of me. And I look over and there's a photographer. So like props to Wesley. Like way to go getting a photographer. And I see the photographer waving his hand, like trying to get somebody out of the way. And I'm like, what? So I look over to the right and there is somebody. <laughs> there's this man walking his dog. Not just any dog though. This giant, like, 50 or 60-pound, I think I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Samoid, I think is how it's pronounced, like a giant, white, fluffy cloud of a dog. And this dog is not, it's leashed up, but the owner, like, wasn't holding the leash. So this dog runs up to us. I am on Wesley's eye level at this point, like, on the ground. This dog is, like, running in between us and giving us licks and letting us pet him. And the photographer was like, get out of the way. And we were like, no, 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 like, this is perfect. We love dogs. Um, so if you've seen the photos on my Instagram, if you swipe through, there is a photo where the dog is literally this gorgeous, fluffy, white cloud looking straight at the camera, has the ball in his mouth, and Wesley and I look like drowned rats. <laughs> the juxtaposition is so funny. But anyways, then like was able to take the ring, or excuse me, take the um, gloves off. I put the ring on, which we had to pick dog hair off of because, again, it was just like all over this dog. Um, said hi to the photographer, took a few cute photos. I was just crying the whole time. Thank goodness for my mascara not running because I was so nervous it was. And then we were engaged. Yay! So it was beautiful. It was incredible. It was just so funny because like when we travel, well, let me rephrase that. When I travel, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. And he's learned to get used to this by now. So the fact that our proposal was kind of the same way was really funny. And it gives us such a good story. And oh, I'm so excited, you guys. Oh my God. Okay. Now I'm just staring at my ring. It's so pretty. But anyways, I'm very excited. Um, Do not ask us if we have a date. We know nothing. We're... <laughs> We're just riding the high of being engaged and we're probably not going to start planning anything till after the holidays because we are both so busy, but oh my goodness, that's so nice. It's so nice to finally be able to call my fiance. Are you kidding me? We're basically like an old married couple anyway. So now the fact that it's just like a piece of paper and a ring that was like all we were missing, like we're one step closer, please. Um, but yeah, so that's the engagement story. Yay. Super exciting. Super fun. Oh, it makes my heart so happy. But anyways, so we're going to travel back in time. So before that, we went to Disneyland Paris. And oh my gosh, you guys, I did so much research for this trip because I, I just get like really anxious when we go to other Disney parks. Like when we went to Disneyland, I did so much research because I didn't want to miss anything. We were only there for a finite amount of time. And yes, the parks are smaller, but I was so nervous to do it wrong. You know what I mean? And so a couple of things that I learned about Disneyland Paris before going was I heard that the food was not good. I heard that Studios is a half-day park. I heard a couple of things that you have to do, such as like Big Thunder Mountain and the dragon that's underneath the castle, things like that. So, and we got a couple of reservations. Like I heard Waltz was one of the ones that you absolutely had to get. So we got Waltz, we got the Manhattan restaurant, and we got, um, I think it's called the Agrabah restaurant. I'd have to look. Um, but so those are some of the re reservations that we got beforehand. Now, I'm going to start answering questions from my Instagram, and I'm going to tell them all of my perspective. Now, I just want to say our experience might be very different than what your experience could be. So, 
to each their own, but we're going to give what we thought. We are also not park open to park closed people. We take our time. We're casual. We didn't watch like any of the entertainment, except I did watch the Avengers show, and then it was too windy for them to have the drones, so it was just like on the Tower of Terror. Um, So our experience might be very different. Also, Wesley doesn't do roller coasters, so I did a lot of things once. So we're going to try to use this big old memory up here. Um, Yeah, let's get into it. So one question was, what was the most surprisingly different thing compared to Walt Disney World? Um, I would say the cast members and not in a bad way. Um, I know France kind of gets a bad reputation for not being the nicest country, but it wasn't really the case. Like everyone we met was nice, but I feel like especially working at Disney World, there's this expectation where like every single cast member is supposed to go above and beyond and basically act like they're in a Disney commercial. Oh my goodness, you made it. We've been waiting for you. We're so happy. Oh, I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? Just like over the top. Um, I definitely feel like there's that expectation at Disney World and you do see that a bit at Disney World. There was not that one singular bit at France, which is totally fine. Um, And honestly, we didn't even notice it until the end of the vacation when I was thinking about the differences. Like, what do I get yelled at for? at disney world versus what they do in disneyland paris and like you know what i mean um so that was like one difference another one i would say the landscaping like honestly i think that was the most visually stunning park each of the different areas of like the different lands in disneyland not walt disney studios but disneyland were so contrasting and so visually stunning, but they also kind of had their own bubble. Like, I couldn't look over and see another land from one land, you know what I mean? Whereas when you're in Disney World, I feel like there are some points where, you know, you're at the castle and you look over and all of a sudden there's Astro Orbiter. I feel like a lot of them are a lot more secluded, which made it feel a lot cooler. Also, their version of Tomorrowland, Discovery Island, is steampunk themed, which I didn't think I was going to like, and I loved it. It was so beautiful, so cool. Um, had a really, really good time there. Did you find it challenging to go and not speak French where there are lots of English speakers? Yes, 99.9% of the people there spoke English or enough to like get you by in a conversation, which was great. And even if they didn't, they were accommodating enough to like realize, hey, you need help. And they'd pull out maps, they'd pull out their phones, they'd pull out other resources. So we really had no issues with language barrier while we were there, which was awesome. And a lot of the rides also, um, they like if there's two people speaking, for instance, Avengers Flight Force, which is like their version of Rock and Roller Coaster, but it stars Tony Stark and Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel spoke English, but Tony Stark spoke French. So like you could kind of go back and forth. And if you spoke either language, you could piece together the other side of the story. You know what I mean? So that was cool. Transportation to and from the park, from the airport or hotel. So we were going to do like the, I know there's like a train you can do. I know there's a bus you can do, but we ended up just Ubering everywhere. Ubers were not that expensive. Um, I mean, especially when we went to New York afterwards, Ubers, they're ridiculous. But the Ubers were not that expensive and they were always readily available. We stayed at the Moxie that is like maybe a five, 10 minute drive from the park. And our Ubers every day would be like 10 bucks. And honestly, that's worth it to us because yes, it was like a 30 minute walk. We totally could have walked if we wanted to. And I just didn't feel like it. So the Ubers were the way that we went. And luckily, Uber was like running a promotion at the time where it was 15% off of every ride that I did. So like shout out to Uber. Um, But we honestly did not try any other forms of transportation. Must do rides, foods, recommendations, best souvenirs, blah, blah, blah. Cool. So souvenirs. I actually have a bone to pick with Disneyland Paris. Um, I, the one thing I wanted... And I actually planned for this in my packing. I wanted a really cute Disneyland Paris specific t-shirt. Like, 
something that said Disneyland Paris, not a spirit jersey, just like a cute t-shirt. I kid you not, the only piece of merchandise that I could find that said like Disneyland Paris on it was unique and cute was a toddler shirt. It was a, which I'm pretty sure they sell in Disney World too. It's a Polaroid with like stormtroopers that are like wearing Mickey hats in front of the castle and like holding ice cream cones. And it says hashtag like Disneyland Paris. I just think it was so freaking cute. Like it makes no sense, but I love it. And it was literally a toddler size. If it was a child size, I could fit into it because I could just get a large, but nope. And I literally packed my like luggage where I had this turtleneck, this really thick turtleneck that I could wear under t-shirts for some outfits because I was planning on buying t-shirts. Psych, jokes on me. Um, The only souvenir that I got from there was this really cute fluffy bucket hat that has Mickey ears on it that I just absolutely fell in love with. And then I got my mom a Christmas gift that I'm not going to tell her because she might be listening to this. Um, And then I got my roommate because she was watching Tilly. I got her a mug with Chip and Dale on it that says Disneyland Paris. Or not a mug, excuse me, a glass, which was super cute. And I do regret not getting it myself because it was like five bucks. Um, But yeah, I found their merchandise to be very lacking, which was very obnoxious. Lacking in terms of like Disneyland Paris specific stuff. That's what I was really going for. Um, And then must do rides. (laughs) I'm probably going to say this once and say it a thousand times again. Big Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain was so good. And I know everyone told me, like, you have to do Big Thunder Mountain. This is the one ride that just, like, absolutely blows Disney World out of the water. And I thought they were joking. They're not joking. It's insane. It is so long. Like, it just kept going on forever. It is so visually stunning. It's actually on, like, its own little island. So, like, you board outside of the island and then it takes you through a tunnel. And then all of a sudden you're in your own, like, universe. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. It was so fun and so smooth. Phantom Manor is another one that gets a lot of hype. Um, It's their version of Haunted Mansion. I'm not going to lie. I am partial to our Haunted Mansion. I think I like our Haunted Mansion better. There are a lot of differences in the story with their Pirates of the Caribbean as well as their um, Haunted Mansion. And I don't know. I just, I think I like our versions better. Like I can appreciate their versions, but I think I like our versions better. So I'm probably going to get some hate for that because I know a lot of people are really on the Phantom Manor uh, train right there. Let's see. Food comparisons. Again, the food there everyone's right it's not great um i how do i want to wear this we went to the manhattan restaurant which is in the hotel new york and it is italian we went to agrabah which is a mediterranean buffet which was like good it had really good flavors but i do think it's really hard to mess up mediterranean food because the flavors themselves within like the ingredients are so strong and then we went to Waltz, which is in Disneyland. It's on Main Street. It's on the second floor, which was a beautiful view. Like, I thought it was worth it for the view alone. But again, the food, like, everywhere we went, we didn't have a ton of snacks just because with the traveling, our tummies weren't super great. Everything was just, like, very mediocre. Not a ton of flavor. It wasn't, like, too expensive to complain. Um, I don't know. It just, like, it. nothing excited me. Nothing was like, oh, my God, we have to get this a million more times. You know what I mean? Even, like, the champagne on Main Street, uh, it was really bitter. I think it was not. It was not very good. So there was that. <laughs> but, yeah, everything was just exceedingly average. I don't know. There was nothing I would have, like, written home about. Um, the only thing is their drinks were very strong. Very, very strong. Like, at one point, Wesley, when we were at Walt's, got... I think a mule and it had gin in it or something like that. Now I can't remember what he got. I think it was a mule. And literally when he was talking, I could smell the alcohol in his breath and I wanted to vomit. I'm like, I'm not even drunk. I haven't even been drinking today, but it was so strong that it made me drunk. Like just smelling him. (laughs) Insanity. Let's see what I'm like going through. A lot of these questions are about the food, which is so funny. Um, 
so a lot another question I got a lot was the length of time so we went to Disneyland for three days and like I said we are not park open and park closed people in fact our first day we did get quite a bit done and Wesley ended up going home after dinner and our dinner was at six o'clock I want to say so we were at dinner probably let's say till eight and the park closed at 10. I went to Disney's or not Disney's Hollywood Studios excuse me Walt Disney Studios and got six rides done in the last two hours of park opening (laughs) which was just insane and I could have probably gotten more done but I spent the last like 20-25 minutes waiting for the Avengers show like it is truly a half day park it was just boom 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 like I was able to walk on pretty much every single ride granted this was in the last few hours of park being open but I just we even went the next day because Wesley wanted to do like two rides that were there And again, we got in and out within like an hour and a half of us being there. I don't know. I don't think you need that much time. Um, They did have the premiere. Their version of Genie Plus and Fast Pass and whatnot is called Premiere. So they have this thing called Premiere Access and then Premiere One. So Premiere Access, if I'm not mistaken, is the one where you buy it and it's pretty expensive, like over $100 per day. But it has like a whole list of rides that you get to use their version of the Lightning Lane, the Premiere Lane once and it doesn't have a time constraint so like you don't unlike genie plus where it's like okay you have to go from 3 30 to 4 30 it's like okay you just show up whenever you want to and use it and then that's your one for the day for this ride but they have it for like a bunch of the rides so i think if i was only there for two days i would have bought it and just knocked it out but again wesley doesn't do roller coasters so we didn't see that necessary so instead if there was a coaster that had like And honestly, for me, if it's more than like a 30 minute wait, because I'm making him wait on me, it's worth it for me to buy the premiere one. So like Hyperspace Mountain, for instance, I really wanted to ride it again. And it was like a 30 minute wait. And the premiere one was like 15 euros. I just went ahead and bought it. It was worth it to me. Um, But so then again, there's no time limit for it. You can ride it as long as the ride's operational and as long as the park's open at any point in the dirt, the excuse me, at any point in the day once. So that was really nice. Um, I also did that for like Indiana Jones. We did it for Phantom Manor, this, this, and that. Um, So I thought that was worth it. And it made the day go by fast because like we got to the third day. And like I said, we pretty much done everything. The only thing that I didn't really get to do was Big Thunder and Indiana Jones because I got evacuated my very first day. First time I've ever been evacuated off a ride. And it was my very first ride at Disneyland Paris. I thought that was so funny. Um, So using that premiere, again, for me with someone waiting for me was so worth it. Um, but I would say two days is enough, honestly, especially if you're going to be an open to close person. And if you don't mind maybe spending a few dollars on a premiere pass every now and then, I think it's like two days is totally fine. Um, do you feel like you were the only Americans there or were there a bunch of others? Honestly, didn't even notice. Like there wasn't a lot of like fraternizing. I couldn't really tell, didn't really care. I, I don't know. That's a hard one to answer. I don't, I I feel like there were other Americans there, obviously, but like, again, I'm not really paying attention to other people when I'm on vacation and everyone was super accommodating. Um, Unfortunately, this one's about the entertainment. We got to see bits and pieces of their parade, all of their floats. Oh my God. Their floats are so beautiful and their dancers are all so good and so beautiful. It was ridiculous. Um, We got to see bits and pieces of the parade as well as they do this like cool thing where they like stop the parade in the middle of the hub and they just like do a 20 minute segment it's the coolest thing um so that was pretty cool except it did they don't have really great flow of traffic 
Um, so that kind of made it hard to navigate the park when those were going on. We did not watch the Disneyland fireworks. We would just get to the end of our day and be tired. And it was so windy while we were there that we didn't want to wait forever and have what happened to us at Disneyland where it was like, ah, no fireworks tonight. Pretty sure the fireworks never went off, just like how the drones never went off for me for the Avengers thing. The Avengers, um, whatchamacallit, the Avengers show was awesome, though. I really wish there were drones, but even without it, it was still really cute. Um, fun, fun visuals, fun music. Let's see. Um... Someone said his rope dropping normal there. Again, unfortunately, I did not do that. However, I did see someone that did it for the 100th anniversary, and it looked like there were a bazillion one people, and I don't know if that's because it was for the anniversary and there were a bazillion one people, but I'm assuming when it's Disney, I'm going to always assume that there's rope dropping. I feel like that's just a culture thing within <laughs> Disney. Let's see. Uh, castle comparison. Y'all, their castle is insane. Our castle does not compare. Like, they're all pretty in their own way. Don't get me wrong whoops, um, they're all pretty in their own way. Don't get me wrong. However, their castle is just absolutely gorgeous and it's huge. I was not expecting it to be so big. Um, like, and it's pink, which I absolutely loved. And the dragon underneath the castle is just absolutely insane. Like I probably could have been in there for like 30 minutes watching that dragon. Um, so for those of you who don't know, there's basically a version of like, it's not Maleficent, I did hear that on a podcast I was um, listening to for research. It's not Maleficent, but I don't remember like what the exact story is. But oh my gosh, it was absolutely insane. Oh, there's Tilly barking. I hope you guys can't hear her. <laughs> Wesley must have just gotten home. Maybe I'll rope him in for a couple minutes on the pod. Um, but oh my gosh, it was just absolutely beautiful. The way she moves... The thing is huge. It's like 25, 30 feet long. And its tail is like wrapped all throughout the rocks. And the tail moves at some point. She can like lift her head. And like, it looks like she's looking for you. It's mind-boggling beautiful. Like, oh my goodness gracious. I ugh, I kind of regret not going back there. Because I we did go there for a little bit. Um, and kind of stood and watched her for like 10 minutes. But then we left. And we definitely went in through the exit. And we were like, okay, well, we need to go find the entrance and see if there's something cool. And we just ended up not finding it, I guess, or not making time for it. But even like the castle, there is this spot in the castle where you can like kind of go up into it and it tells the story of Sleeping Beauty. And there are all these different areas with like this beautiful stained glass. Oh my God, it's absolutely gorgeous. Like, oh my Lanta. And then you can actually walk out to like the second floor of the castle and look out over Fantasyland, which was really cool because usually in Disney World, I don't think anyone can really get up there except for like Anastasia and like Drizella. <laughs> That's the only people I've ever seen up there. But oh my goodness, they were beautiful. Um, so this question is about how to prepare for traveling to a foreign country. We're gonna just go with France, not foreign country in general, because not that well traveled to be able to tell you about you about. Uh, but one of the questions was about um like money and whatnot. So Wesley and I ended up never pulling Euros ever which was very we weren't expecting to not do it it just like never happened um but we did find a we had to obviously tell our banks that we were traveling but the entire country basically runs on tap and go with your card which is really great because i know that's kind of a newer thing here in america with like the tapping for your credit cards but it's been over in europe for ages now um so we were able to use that 99% of places, which was great. The conversion rate was really great while we were there. It was basically one-to-one, -one, so it made the math super easy. Um, but yeah, everything was fairly simple. And like even our phone plan, obviously check with your own phone plan. But like I know with my Verizon plan, if I used my phone, it was only like 10 bucks. And I 
had unlimited data. It was just like you could use like two bytes of the, or excuse me, um, two gig. Oh my god, I don't know the word for it. Let's call it gigabytes. Um, of the, you can come in. Look who's home. Hi there. We were just talking about you. Um. <laughs> Um, but you could use like two gigabytes of the high speed and then it would automatically change to like the normal, which I didn't really notice a difference. Um, but it was only like $10 a day, which was so worth it to us. So Wesley, like I said, used WhatsApp to talk to our photographer, um, which, but realistically we could have used text message, which was really, really nice. Let's see what else is there. Did it feel just as magical? I think the landscaping really carried it. Like, I think like the cast members were all very like, they were nice. They were nice. Um, the entertainment was <laughs> the entertainment was good. The entertainment was great. But I think just like the landscaping and the visual aspect of all of it was just incredible. It was so stunning. That made it feel so magical. You want to say hi? <laughs> He's like, let me get out of my work clothes first, please. Do you mind closing the door? Thank you. Um, is there anything in Walt Disney World or Disneyland that you thought? was better wait let me read it again is there anything there that is also in oh yeah is there anything at disneyland paris that was better than disney world yeah big thunder mountain for sure for sure for sure for sure i y'all know i'm a space mountain stand so their space mountain is called hyperspace mountain and it's star wars themed but there are some big differences like for example it very much kind of has that guardians feel with the screens like you're going under and around screens where it looks like there's like x-wings uh, shooting around you and whatnot, which was really cool. But I did not know it went upside down three times. Like, what? Please. And I know I probably heard that in one of the podcasts that I listened to to, like, get ready for this trip, but three times? No, I was not expecting. I should have known when they put the, like, uh, shoulder restraints over my head, but still. Um, so that was awesome. I think I would love that intensity in our Space Mountain, but I didn't love... No, I'm going to I'm going to say I love the Star Wars effect cuz like listening to the Star Wars songs you're like going up the lift was an insane experience. I was like laugh screaming. I was so excited. Um, let's see the cost difference. Honestly, the food and the drink at Disneyland Paris was so much less expensive. And by so much I mean like a drink would be, you know, $11 instead of $17. <laughs> like you know what i mean um but like even when we did our three dinners it's a prefix menu so it was i believe 59 dollars per meal for three courses and then you could add a wine pairing for each course for an extra 20 dollars. like what you you can't even get a glass of wine at disney world for hardly 20 dollars, please um so i do think the value for the food was a lot better now we did get in for free using our like admission for the parks because we work for disney so i don't know about the ticketing prices but the food and beverage was much cheaper over there um which was absolutely insane let's see um i think i did most of these questions Oh, any park etiquette or norms that stood out different from the States? Um, I think this is just like a thing for Europe in general, but you have to be very cognizant of like where people are walking because there's not like a, we didn't notice like a whole people on the right, people on the left, like ways of traffic. Everyone was just kind of everywhere. Um, and they didn't really move. However, there were also no ECVs to fight, um, like no electronic scooters. So we loved that. We absolutely loved that um, because the amount of times I've almost been hit by an ECV is ridiculousness. I don't even know if we noticed wheelchairs there, to be honest with you. I'm not sure if they do rentals. I mean, they got to do rentals for wheelchairs, but I don't know about for 
ECVs because I don't think I noticed a singular one. That's wild. Um, how hard is it to navigate the website for reservations? So their app is pretty good. I really like it, except for the dining portion of it to make dining reservations. I found it pretty challenging to navigate just because it would some like pretty much 99% of the time if you didn't find a reservation it would make you start over and put in all the information again like the date you want to go how many people are going what time you want to eat at and you would just have to do it over and over and over and over and over again for each date in each location and each like you know what I mean time that you want to eat so that was the only thing I didn't like however the, the app is very visually stunning I did love that um and it was fairly simple to use like we were able to get dining reservations even like day of and we were able to do the premiere thing with no problem. So I thought their app was nice. I am obviously very used to our app because I literally teach people how to use it for like a living. So, um, but it was a good time. And then let me, so that was all the questions from my Instagram, but I'm going to run on over to the Discord for the Happiest Podcast on Earth Patreon members and see if there were any that I missed from this one. Oh my goodness, I have to scroll through though because I everyone's been talking about wedding stuff in my page. <laughs> Y'all are so excited for me. I love it. We have to have a happiest podcast on earth party. Like, please. Um, Let me see. Everyone's talking about the engagement. I love it. I love you all. You're all so kind. So cute. Ugh. Best food we had. Again, I'm trying to think if there was anything. Babe, can you think of any food that you can think of? Like anything that stood out to you? He's shaking his head now. Yeah, like all the food. I mean, the chicken pot pie at Walt's got rave reviews and it's like a deconstructed chicken pot pie. And, like, it was good. Again, everything was just, like, pretty bland, which was expected a little bit, but it's whatever. Um, must skips. Ooh. I'm trying to think if there was a must skip. You know, I don't believe in skipping stuff. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you're traveling all this way, you might as well. Even if you don't like Space Mountain, try Hyperspace Mountain. Even if you think you're going to hate the look of Indiana Jones, go try it. Even if you don't think you should have the time of day. Wait, that is something I want to tell y'all about. Um, The Alice in Wonderland Curious Labyrinth. Oh my god, the only reason I knew that this existed, actually there's two reasons. One, I was looking at photo inspo and there is this section where it has like the cards for the Queen of Hearts that are like lined up in a row right in front of a castle. And it was just such a beautiful photo op. And I was like, yes, I need to go there. I need to have it. Um, so I knew it existed kind of from that. But then I heard um, on one of the podcasts I was listening to, to research, they were talking about how amazing the gar- like the gardens were. Not They're not really gardens. It's like a, the only thing I can think to describe it is like um, a little like fairy tale garden that they would do at the libraries. Maybe that's only my library back home that did something like that but it has like a little maze it has different like optical illusion type things it has this little mini castle which is where the heart card soldiers were um and the castle was cute the only thing i will say is i think a lot of disneyland paris's kind of tired looking mm, how do i want to wear this there were a lot of parts that i think could be fixed at disneyland paris for like the aesthetic of it by simply walking around with a paintbrush and a paint bucket um, there were a lot of chips and cracks and things and just, like, paint showing and expose this. Like, again, the grounds themselves were beautiful and the concepts of all the buildings are beautiful, but there was a lot of, like, little tiny things of maintenance that I think could be easily fixed in the night with just, like, a bunch of workers and a bunch of paintbrushes. Um, but the Alice in Wonderland Curious Labyrinth is definitely a must-do. It's just cute. Um, it was a little hard because, again, people don't really 
care if you're walking, they're going to walk there. Um, and the like walkways with the mazes and stuff were a little small and lots of little ones running around. Um, but, but we, we had fun with it. It was really cute. Let's see. I know I haven't really talked about Hollywood Studios. Okay. So, oh, I guess I should. Okay. Because their Tower of Terror. Oh my God. You guys, I don't like Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror makes me so angsty. And like, I, I legit was probably 18 before I would ride it without wanting to cry and throw up. Like, here's an embarrassing story about AJ. I remember there was this one time I was like a young adult, probably 13 or so. And we went to Disney and we got to, I was like, finally, okay, I'm going to go do the ride. I'm going to go do the ride. We got to the elevator room and I look at my mom. I was like, I'm leaving. I have to pee. I have to go. Sorry. Bye. And she didn't believe me. She was like, no, you have to ride the ride. And I was like, no, I have to pee. I'm leaving. And she followed me <laughs> out to the bathrooms by Tower of Terror and literally came in the stall with me and was like, okay, pee. <laughs> I was just staring. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like I was lying to you. I was completely lying to you. I just didn't want to go on the ride. And I was too embarrassed to say I'm a chicken. Can't go on the ride. Please. Um. So I don't like doing Tower of Terror. I will only do it with like being held at knife point please um but again i don't believe in skipping things i don't if you're gonna be all this way you might as well do it so i did tower of terror there on the night that i did like six things in two hours and their tower of terror is so brightening the little girl is the center of the story and if that already just doesn't give you red flags i don't know what will um but she's basically kind of like trapped in that fifth dimension with you and she's telling you don't go in the elevator don't do it i told you not to go and it's so horrifying it gives me chills just thinking about it i hate it i hate it um but no it was so good like honestly their tower of terror was so good that i think if it was here at disney world i would ride it without needing to be forced more often like it was so good i loved it um I'm trying to think. Their Avengers Flight Force and their Avengers Campus, I was not thrilled with. The Flight Force really made my head hurt. It was very rickety, rockety. Like, it's basically Rock and Roller Coaster. So, it used to be Rock and Roller Coaster and then they rethemed it. But it is, like, my head got thrown around so much on that ride. I was not a fan. Um, But the concept was cool because I am a big Marvel girly. However, the layout of their Avengers Campus just isn't as, like, expansive and breathtaking as the one in Disneyland, I feel like. Disneyland, like, California. Um, I don't know, the Paris one, it was just, like, the walkways are almost a lot smaller, and you have to walk further to get to cooler places, so it wasn't, like, this big, <gasps> whoa, moment, you know what I mean? Probably doesn't help that they also don't have, um, the Mission Breakout, which is kind of, like, this big, wow, focal point at Disneyland, California, but I would not wish for them to get it and replace the Tower of Terror there. The Tower of Terror there is too good to replace. What else am I thinking of? um crush's coaster was really cool i somehow got really lucky and their single rider was only 10 minutes long typically crush's coaster is a very long wait and i can see why it's basically like okay people were comparing it to primeval world and like yes it's the same concept it is like this it's not even the same concept no i actually don't agree with that at all the more i talk about it um so you're in a coaster like a duh sorry that was dumb you're in a shell like crush's shell and there's two and two and you're kind of back to back and the shell goes up this really long lift and then when it's released the shell very much acts like guardians of the galaxy where it's kind of free floating so it can go to left go to right this and that it's very unpredictable it is so smooth and so fun and just like 
so serotonin inducing like it feels just weight like it's weightlessness it's so fun i highly recommend if you have a way to get onto that ride whether it's with the premiere whether it's waiting i would do it i would wait for that ride it was really cool um if wesley wasn't a chicken and would ride roller coasters with me i would have done it again on the next day because it was really fun so like that one is a must do for me as well over there um i also did some of the smaller rides like all the ones at toy story land their toy story land is like very minute it has a lot of almost fair rides kind of there, which is very interesting. Um, but all of them are super fun, just super cute rides. But again, that park is so small. A lot of the park real estate is taken up by entertainment and shows. And I'll be honest, we did not do the shows. There was a Frozen one I kind of wish we had done that we did not do. There was like a couple of Disney Junior things that we did not do. But that's just not like what's important to us. I will also say the Lion King show that is at Disneyland, I heard got great reviews. People rave about it. People wait hours for it. But again, it's just not something that was important to us. So we didn't make time and prioritize like our space to do it. <sighs> I'm trying to think of what else because that was like the last of the questions. And I'm like racking my brain for anything else you guys might have asked. Um, That's like all that I can think of. Oh my goodness gracious. So I just want to give a quick overview on the rest of the trip. So again, if you don't follow me at magically.aj, that's A-Y-J-A-Y. Wesley's looking at me sideways because I'm plugging myself, please. Um, but then you didn't get to see all the fun stuff we did. So like I said, we went to the Louvre. Um, we did like all the touristy things. We got engaged, lol, the city of love, duh. Um, we went to the Louvre. We did this amazing thing through Viator that was a secret food tour in one of their districts which was really fun it was like this three-hour tour of um like various local markets with like cheeses and meats and crepes and this and that and we basically like made a full meal took it back to this private dining room and then got to like eat with this person that was really knowledgeable about france and about the area and about the food and whatnot which was really cool um and we booked that through viator we had a really good time it was called secret food tour so if you're in paris i highly recommend it was really fun um we also did moulin rouge which wow it was so incredible and so fun funny story about that one um this is actually how some of y'all picked up that we got engaged because i didn't tell anyone like really at all i just like started posting stories with my ring and was just kind of like well if they notice they notice but i didn't make an official post till like weeks after um but when you do moulin rouge what's included in your package or at least the one that we got is a bottle of champagne so we had the bottle of champagne it was absolutely delicious we drank all of it we were so drunk the lights went up and we sat there for a couple more minutes because it was swamped. People were trying to leave. And we were just like, okay, we're going to sit here and like let people run away. And one of the waitresses came by and was like, oh, are you done with your bottle? And we were like, yep, we're done. She takes out our bottle and throws basically a full one in. And we looked at her and she walked away. And we're looking at each other. And we're looking at her and we're like trying to grab her attention. We're pointing to the bottle like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, go for it. So again, we are 20-somethings. We don't say no to free alcohol. So we down this... <laughs> we down this half a bottle should not have we should not have we were already so drunk and we're both lightweights like please we down this extra half a bottle we're feeling good we uber home we're having a great time the next morning we're supposed to go to versailles we wake up like 8 30 we're supposed to be there at like 9 9 30 and the room is still spinning for me i go into the bathroom and i pull the trigger trying to rally and i come back and i'm like listen we're in paris once get up we're going call the uber it's 40 minute drive i swear we get like 25 minutes into the drive and i'm texting wesley and i'm like i can't make it i'm shaking I'm, i can't do this like what what are we doing but again we're already there so let me get in line for security i kid you not my heart rate just standing and waiting 
for security, which all of the entry things took so long, was 170 beats per minute. That is how dehydrated and disgusting and hungover I was. Please. Um, So finally made it in, tried to rally again, felt good for about 20 minutes, and then crashed again. And me and Wesley were in this little um, cafe at Versailles. We basically sprinted through all the rooms because we were like, okay, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty. Okay, we need to go find food. Um, Got the worst croissant of my life and literally couldn't even eat it because I was so nauseous. So we ended up going home after like two hours, went back to our hotel, which again, we stayed at another Moxie. I highly recommend the Moxies. Um, But (laughs) back to the hotel, got instant ramen from the hotel or from the corner store next door and a baguette and we just ate ramen and baguettes for the rest of the night and it was beautiful it was perfect so that was one entire day it was basically just trying to cure our hangover so that's how we spent our day in paris <laughs> please um we did not go up into the eiffel tower it was just like not super important to us we did walk by it and even when we got there like there's construction everywhere right now so it wasn't like the the tower itself, yes, is absolutely beautiful, but the space around it, apparently you're not allowed to go under the tower anymore like you could when I went in high school. Um, everything was closed off so they could regrow the grass, I guess, for during the winter, but I don't know. It just felt weird, so we just kind of walked around, got a couple cute pictures and left. One thing we did do, though, um, so we stayed in Bastille in another Moxie. Okay, so Moxie is a Marriott hotel that is supposed to be trendy, very hip. There's actually a bar in the lobby, and you check in at the bar, and you're getting, like, free drinks. Um, and the whole thing is just very vibey for lack of a better term. And we absolutely loved it. Like it was great. Um, but we walked all the way from our hotel to like Notre Dame. We went to the William Shakespeare bookstore that's over there, or excuse me, the Shakespeare and company bookstore, which was really fun. And we also found a lot of other little bookstores and stuff throughout the way. So we spent one day just walking for hours and doing that, which was awesome. Notre Dame is still closed. They were doing a mass outside, which was kind of cool to watch. Um, but the whole thing still has a bunch of scaffolding after the fires in 2019. Um, so we got to walk past that. I'm trying to think of what else. We just saw like a bunch of touristy stuff. Super fun. And then we went to New York and I ran the New York City Marathon. Yeehaw. Super good time. We're running Dopey again in January. So y'all are going to be on the lookout for me and Mama Tammy doing that. Oh my gosh. And Bethany. I'm so excited. And Nick Foster too. Oh my God. It's going to be like a whole Happiest Podcast party. Please. It's going to be a whole party of us doing Dopey. Maybe we'll have to theme one of our shirts to be Happiest Podcast themed. We can run around with mics live, reporting live from mile 20. Please. We'll be so obnoxious. Um, But yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything I left out. I know I'm going to hang up this mic and y'all are going to like bombard me with DMs and questions. Wesley, can you think of anything, love? Oh my God, you're right. So (laughs) I know, fake, totally fake. You guys, Wesley did so good this trip. He booked so much. He booked Moulin Rouge. He booked this restaurant after our engagement called Parachute, which is um this beautiful restaurant. I know I'm getting to it. I totally blacked out. I forgot. Um, but it's this absolutely beautiful restaurant that we found on TikTok actually because it's themed after parakeets. <laughs> but it has this beautiful view of the Eiffel Tower, and the food was so good. Oh my god! I had the. I'm not usually a rigatoni girly, and that was the best rigatoni I've ever had in my life. It was divine. And the drinks were so good. Like, we probably had four or five drinks each. It was ridiculous. And the bartenders were so nice. We're like, give us your favorite thing. And they were never wrong. They were never wrong. It always hit. Um, But again, that was called Parachute. Absolutely loved it. And then the very last night, again, Wesley is so good. He booked us this dinner cruise. Um, And oh my God, it was so beautiful, but so cold. So he booked us this like 
premiere package. Um, I'm going to see while I'm talking if I can find the name of the company that does these so that I can tell y'all. But he booked like the premiere package for this dinner cruise. And with that, you get like premiere seating. Well, we got to our table and the table was like wobbly, which is like no big deal. We asked them, <laughs> we're, so, we're so dumb. We asked them for napkins to like try to put it like under the table so that we could level it out. And they were like, no, 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 just move to this table. So they moved us like all the way up to the front of the boat. Basically, the bottom of the boat is entirely like window panes and that's where the dining room is. And they moved us up to the front of the boat. There was nobody sitting in front of us. We had this beautiful like 180 view. It was, oh my God, it was gorgeous. And we were like, shoot, glad we complained. So we got a new table. Like they didn't have to do that, but they totally did. But oh my goodness, it was absolutely insane. Let me see. Oh, I am not going to be able to pronounce this. Bateau Mouches? But it's like B-A-T-E-A-U-X space M-O-U-C-H-E-S. Bateau Mouches. Sure. I probably butchered that so bad. I am so sorry to you guys. But it was absolutely beautiful. And it basically takes you. Um, it's a three-course meal, which the food there was actually like really good. That was a really good meal that we had. And a bottle of champagne again. Oh my gosh, you guys, by the end of this trip, we never wanted to look at champagne again. We had so much. <laughs> um, but so we went basically like up and down the sun and it was absolutely beautiful. We even like got to go past the place where we got engaged because the Louvre is like right on the river. And so that was really cool to be like, hey, that's our spot. And then the Eiffel Tower, we got to go right. I don't know if they timed this this well or what, but we went past the Eiffel Tower right as the sparkles were going off. So like every hour on the hour, it sparkles for like five minutes and it's the most beautiful thing ever. And you could run up to the top of the boat and the top of the boat was completely like barren. It was just like a spot where people could gather, smoke, take pictures. And like you watch just everyone running up the spiral staircase to the top of the boat so you could get your picture with the Eiffel Tower. But oh my gosh, it was so, 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 so fun. Um, pretty much everywhere we went, the service sucks or it's not... I'm not going to say it sucks. The service is very different than here. Tipping was not really a thing over there. So maybe that's why the service isn't as like butt kissing as it is here in America. Um, but the food for that dinner cruise was chef's kiss. That is something I would highly recommend for people going to Paris. That was amazing. Anything else you can think of that I'm missing? No. Nope. Yeehaw. I think that's the end, friends. Well, that was fun. I missed you guys. <laughs> um but again yeah if you guys have any questions about that trip or about Disneyland Paris um I don't really go on these trips to and this is gonna sound so dumb I don't go on these trips to learn every single thing to be like a travel agent for you these are just my own personal opinions so take them all with a grain of salt personal opinion baby oh the podcast that I listened to to get a good grasp of this so Imagination Skyway um the creator Matthew is so cool. I follow him on Instagram. I love his stuff. Um, but um, that one was really, really fun to listen to. He had some really great episodes as well as WDW Radio. Um, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Lou Mangello. I probably pronounced that wrong. He also has a great podcast about Disneyland Paris. Um, I think he had like two episodes even. So that was really helpful as well. So those two podcasts are the ones I listened to for Disneyland Paris. And then there were also a couple that I listened to just for like getting a hang of Paris and of France and whatnot. Um, I'm pulling up the ones. Join Us in France is a really cute one that I got to listen to about just like Paris and France in general. Um, Beach Travel Wine podcast had a cute episode. I basically just Googled like podcast Paris or podcast France and listened to whatever I could find. Um 
because that was my version of studying. And then all of the TikToks, please, all of the TikToks. But anyways, other than that, I think I now need to go to like Magic Candle Company and go get a France-inspired <laughs> candle because I miss it so much. But anyways, I shall see you all later. Ah, missed you guys so much. It's been a very hot minute. I'm literally recording this at 1.30 in the morning because I just simply don't have time anymore in my schedule. Um, but I will talk to y'all later. Again, if you have any questions, you can find me at magically.aj. Um, that's going to be A-Y-J-A-Y. And I'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye-bye.